Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat. Hello, hello. I'm glad that we are not on video because I definitely have something in my eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be messing with it. These people are tired. These people are so tired. Ooh, oh, man. my word. So um, it is the 16th. It is. Yesterday was MLK's birthday. It was. Um, the actual birthday and the observation. Sometimes it doesn't fall on the same day, yeah. so it's pretty cool that it, we get a day that it falls on the same day. Also, I just personally love being born on the same like we, we have the, we share a weekend you share a weekend and it's, it's wonderful there was so much stuff so i didn't know because when, since i've been here i when i first moved here at let's be real i haven't spent too much time since then kind of googling because mlk day is a big deal in atlanta and oh yeah um apparently it's 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 becoming a bigger deal here so there are things they that you things. could they do have, they have different um, parades in different areas so i'm like oh it's that's uh, next year Some i will take more advantage so like i don't know it's okay so i took off like friday saturday sunday for my birthday and then yeah. friday i didn't want to like go out and about we were like home um but like i told my clients like i won't be working like i'm not gonna work on mlk day and like i would just i don't know this like one lady who is a teacher who i'm friends with on facebook she was like oh like you know like my dad had to go to the hospital like i guess it was nothing serious she's like my dad had to go to the hospital on sunday so like or I think on Saturday, so like we were doing that, and like I, she's like now I kind of she goes now I feel chipped because I feel like I didn't get like my full three day weekend, and I'm like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's a hard unfriend. I'm like, that's an unfriend and then, and a block okay, for me. so like so <laughs> I was like, whoa, right. And because again, like I'm not that close to her, but I was like, okay, do I want to do this right now? And I didn't want to do it at the moment. I was gonna yeah. wait and see if somebody else did it. Somebody else did it. Thank goodness. So a lot of people came in and they were like, first of all, this weekend isn't even about you. And yes, if you're wondering, she was white. Um, they're like, this weekend Spoiler. isn't even like about <laughs> you. Like, like you could spend your day like doing something to you know empower and lift up black people. Day and of instead, girl. you're over here like complaining that you you know got gypped which is also which like is a also, slur yeah, so that's where i was like my whole exactly. face when you said it, i was like Ooh. exactly and that's what i was like so i was that's what i was like wondering when i was like should i do it? is i was wondering if i was gonna go in and like explain that word to her or if i was gonna go in and go in from the mlk angle if i was gonna do both and i was just like you know what i've just had a really good weekend i'm not gonna get in on this anger with her uh, i'm gonna leave it alone and i'd already posted on like on my own page just about you know I was like, hi, white friends who are posting quotes from MLK. That's nice. But also, here are some things you can do. You yeah. know, and, and, and my white friends were responsive to that. And they were like, cool, I'm going to go do those things. And I was like, great. But yeah, so she wrote that. And then she erased it after Mm-mm. people started going in on her. And then her next post was, Mm-mm. so I erased my last post because I feel like I have to defend myself. Nope. I'm going nope. to bed. Good night. Nope. And I was like nope girl delete that's a delete and a block for me so i just i don't know like for me like i'm not saying that every single person needs to celebrate the way that i do but at the same time i'm like you i don't know like number one you should i i I just feel like you should if you're a white person i feel like you probably should be doing so like you need to do something and like my friend asked she was like i bought like black panther tickets early does that count and i was like it counts if you go see uh proud mary too then it'll count yeah um but i was like yeah like you know it's like just just i think Third good was having or... like free tickets, but then they yeah. kind of ran out. That was the thing. I'm like, we there's could do. so many things. Watch that Selma. You can Selma. Do. Go watch Selma. Yeah, exactly. Nothing to do. It's on Hulu. Exactly. I think. But so. I'm like, just support like black art, or you know, you know, like buy Small a book business. by a black person, like anything like that. Local businesses. Like, Any, like there's um, so many things you can do besides going on Google, finding a Martin Luther King quote, and posting it. I will say, and I, I say this because I love you. It's not towards you or anybody else that's in an interracial marriage or is an interracial person. But the interracial cop out of being like I get to love who I love because of MLK also is like a there was is a less lot lazy. of that that is lazy and I'm yeah. sorry not nah, fam there nah, was a lot of that nah. too. and it's not even like what about the lovings <laughs> like what yeah. about all these uh, like the lovings it's really so weird I never I'm like think people about are like MLK, MLK and, and I'm like Day. but like, what about the what? like you didn't say anything about this movie like the people who were posting that had didn't say anything about the movie that just came out last year this couple nothing yeah about these people who actually made it 
your right to be married and you know be in an interracial marriage. So what are you? I'm, let's not do that. <laughs> and also, let's not forget. Let's not do Crowd that. Scott King. Let's not. And that's where my quote was from yesterday because I always because Coretta had to put up with some of that, y'all. <laughs> Martin was great. He did his his awesome stuff. He also was a hot mess. <laughs> so, yeah. Coretta it's like, it's did like he so was much. One of those people that was like great for others but didn't seem so great at home yeah and so um, for me i feel like the the fact that coretta and i and when i think about her i think of people like um jackie onassis who had to you know deal with this burden of mm-hmm. having these husbands who were glorified and also killed really young so also they had to raise children alone yeah and you know jackie went and found love and got remarried but that's not something coretta ever did she really dedicated her time to the cause. They both dedicated themselves to the causes of their husbands and each other's husbands and the mm-hmm. husbands of, like, Betty Shabazz and all these other people. So it just, like, those women, to me, are important and should be also put on a pedestal and also always glorified because they kept their husband's legacy alive. Like, Martin would not have a holiday to celebrate if it wasn't for Coretta. So for people to be like, Martin yeah. was so great. I'm like, he is. But let me tell you about Coretta. Exactly. she's a bae. And since I've seen her one time in person, Ooh. she was beautiful. And Anna? <laughs> No. Uh, oh, yeah, in Atlanta. It was in oh. Atlanta. It was actually a church. Um, yeah, her her daughter was on the, the board of the church that my family went to at one point. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, there's so many so black pretty. women who are forgotten, like, yeah. throughout, you know, history, who've done so many amazing things. And I know that, like, right now there's a lot of people putting a lot of effort to highlight them and find, you know, their stories and share their stories. Um, obviously that's why we got like hidden figures and things like that. But I mean, there's a lot of women that directly like impacted the civil rights movement who we just don't talk about. Um, so that's definitely something like if you, if you're looking for something to do on MLK day, which I mean, has already passed, but I mean, it's to me, it's like the whole month Um, or for like black history month. That's, you know, that's something that you can really look into is just who are the black women that you don't know about who you should be, who you should know about for many reasons. Um, so look into that. But yeah, it was, whew, man, I, I did unfriend her, but I'm happy that I'm like, but I'm happy even. that I stayed to watch first. <laughs> the, like, the, the, I, I don't even like, watch. I'm like, I am out. There's somebody that posted something um, after Matt Lore got fired yeah. and was like, this is too much. Women need to get over it. Was it a I man? Was a, it was a woman. I, I you know what? Was, I thought it, you were going to say it was a woman. woman. It is a blogger. She is an ambassador here for a race series that is national. You probably know of her. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I I don't know if you know, but I know literally anybody else in Orlando. I could throw a stone and they know who I'm talking about. So I. Tell me after a second. It was like a. It was a. And she's, I mean, she's older, so she's not young, um, which made it even more frustrating because she's like, oh, you know, I had went through things in my job and I just got over it, blah, blah, blah. This one hurts, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how does it hurt you? How does it hurt you? How does it hurt you? Especially because he's the biggest douche ever. Like, even out, even before all that, like, you know what I mean? Like, we all knew he was not a good guy, anyways. Right. Am I disappointed in Aziz? I'm sorry. Absolutely. Does it hurt me? No, fam. No. <laughs> like, no. I'm just whatever. I'm like he's not. He's not done anything for me personally. I'm sure Matt Lord didn't do anything for you personally for you to attack the person who came out and like, you know, all these people. Why he got fired? It's not even one it person. Hurts. He got fired because My goodness. she said I it hurt. Like not. it was very dramatic. I, and I was like, not. I can't. I just like it was a hard unfriend. I was like, I can't your, even. Your little show will still be on every morning. Oh It'll just have a different person. You're gonna be how fine. hard? So hard. It's Watch like, Hoda. <laughs> Like, I can't... Drunk Hoda. Watch Hoda drink on on TV in the morning. Like, be quiet, girl. I don't know. Man. I I was... I just... I'm also... Yeah, and there's just, like, there's, like... Just oh, it's it's a lot. I just I do better oh, people. people do better do, do better. better. <laughs> We've had enough. We're done. I cannot. I'm tired. I cannot with y'all. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was a good weekend. I'm physically and mentally exhausted. I thought it'd be a really great idea on Saturday to be at Universal from the time it opened to the time it closed. That was a bad idea. It was very intense. It's been a lot because like you know when you live here you don't have to do that. No. Like, you can go for like three hours and you're like all right I'm out. Um, but we went the entire time because, like, my goddaughter's never been, my niece and nephew have never been, and then the next day we did Animal Kingdom. So it was just a lot in one weekend. 
Um, and they stayed in a hotel over on this M town just because they were like, this is mm-hmm. a lot, and we're not going to drive back and forth mm-hmm. from Oviedo area. No. Um, but yeah, and it like my niece had like a mental breakdown the second day, the second morning. She was like, she she was like, I cannot. Um, she was very overwhelmed. I think just I don't know. She was just a lot to handle, and of course, like she won't talk to anybody else, but she'll talk to John. So it's like, we'll be like, Ava, what do you want to eat? And she just looks, like, just will stare. Like, she stares at you, but, like, won't acknowledge Don't that you're there. Don't ask And so, but then to John, it's like, pizza. And oh we're like, what, like, why... I don't. Because three year olds are the most extra. She also put people. us all in jail at one point. She was like, "You're all going to jail," and we're like, first of all, who teaches you this stuff? Like, are know. you learning this in pre K? Like, three year olds know the craziest things. Yeah, daughter... she like told us o- over and over that we're all going to jail, and I think it was maybe because we were laughing when she didn't want us to be laughing. And then we're like, even your little brother who's a baby, and she's like, yes, yeah, he can go to jail too. <laughs> yeah, and then we're like, are you going to jail? Nope. No. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, thanks. Yeah, and, like, she met two of my friends over the weekend, and, and she put them in jail as well, mm-hmm. and also told them, you need to stop multiple times. Um, yeah, she was she was quite sassy, and we tell her, like, you're being very sassy, and she'll be like, you're being sassy, and I'm just like, no but it's like, point. she seems like she's slowly growing out of it. I mean, she used to be worse, um, so it's it's getting better, I think it's it or just not. I mean, she's, it's not, like like rudeness it's just like i have yeah this and sass. she's like as she gets older like it yeah the rudeness dies down a bit and there's still the sass but it's yeah. yeah so i'm like i'm hoping you know by the time she turns four like she has this under control four-year-olds are snappy are they yeah they're not nice people yeah they're really like, like my they're mean, but they like don't just mean, the, like they're just like like they, they say things that are just, like they're so truthful because they oh, don't yeah. have a filter that's the thing she doesn't know how to lie which is yeah, really no, funny because right. like you know she'll be trying to run away at disney and john will pick her up and she'll be like put me down and he'll be like are you gonna run away and she'll yeah. be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like she doesn't know how to lie yet it's great oh yeah. man kids are bless you parents y'all are y'all are the true champions hot so today we're going to talk about collaborations for creative growth, and this is a topic that we wanted to talk about for a while. Um, we just wanted to have it on an episode where it's just the two of us, so we could talk about it and just kind of get into it. Um, I think that we see a lot of people doing collaborations, um, and we've talked about them before, like with questions and stuff, but I don't think we've had like a whole episode where we just kind of like no. go in on it, um, and what works and what doesn't, and, and just how to go about it. Because I think a lot of people see people collaborating, and they're like, oh my God, it looks awesome, but like, how do I go about it? Um, so the first thing is deciding who to work with, which isn't always as easy as one would think. Um, I think a lot of people just see someone who they admire their work or, you know, that sort of thing. And they're like, oh yeah, let's work together. Or maybe think they're gonna, I don't know, get their follower count up or something along those lines. Don't waste your time. But I'm like, you need to be looking at their work ethic as well as their work if you're wanting to work with them. Um, so the first thing is like, are you looking for someone with similar or different strengths than you? Are you looking with someone for someone who, you know, if you guys are going to go in on a project, like let's say that you're both doing, you know, some design work and that's the only part of it that you're going to be like, you're just doing that. And so you're both designers. Like that makes sense for you then to both have design skills. Like you're not going to want to partner on a design project with somebody who isn't a designer. Right. Um, but if you're partnering on something like a podcast where there's, multiple layers you might want somebody that has strengths that you don't have um same thing with like building a course and that sort of thing um you know those sort of things you might want someone who if you're the introverted one maybe they're more extroverted or you know maybe they're good at like technical stuff and you're better at the creative stuff um so you kind of want to look into those different options when picking who you're going to actually work with yeah i think it's important to make sure that you uh, first of all, know the person. Because I think a lot of times um, I've gotten pitched in the past by people who are like, we can do this cool thing together. And I'm like... You're like, I don't know you. It's not even that I don't know you, but like, do you know who I am? Because like, I think you think you know who I am, but I don't think you know. And you're not introducing yourself in a way to get to know me before you ask to collaborate, which is like a big mistake. I think you should get to know someone, first of all, before asking, getting in somebody's DMs or the inbox and being like, let's collaborate on this thing because you're really talented or you're really cool. And it's like... But like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, why would I do that? So um, I think it's important to respect people and their, their processes and really understand and get to know people first. I think more people are willing to collaborate with people that you know um, first. And I'm honestly more willing to collaborate with people that I've actually seen 
in person. It doesn't have, they don't have to live here. We could have seen each other at a conference yeah. or and while I was traveling or just meeting up. Um, but we've met face to face just because I can, I can attribute a face to actually doing things. I'm not saying that online collaborations are not good or they're not as effective because they, they really are. But I'm in a place in my life where it's easier for me to sit down and talk to you face to face or over the phone or whatever after I've known you versus me calling you for the first time and like oh I don't know what you do or who you or what you sound like or whatever I don't know so yeah I can see that especially like I don't know like there's there's been like two people that I've talked to on the phone and like the first time I talked to them it was like we just instantly yeah. hit it off but most people that first phone call is real like Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's just like, we can't, like, I can't see you, so it's kind <laughs> There's of somebody weird. that I talked to on kind of like a Skype call just to kind of get out of the norm. I had been following them online. We've talked back and forth for a couple of years, and it was just like, wow, you are really awkward. So that's... And then, like, you that's know, awkward for me you know because, the situation yeah. of, like, when I knew someone for years online, and I mean, like, years, and it was a blogger, and it was back, like, when blogging was in, like, what we always call, like, the golden age yeah. of, like, you know, 2009... At that time frame, and so me and this girl knew each other for years, and then we finally met in person here. And this, you know, again, this is someone I knew, I knew online for like three years, um, so I knew she wasn't gonna like murder me or whatever. But uh, she came to visit me, and it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, but I won't get too much into it, just in case she listens. I don't think she does, but um, yeah, it's. I'm not going to throw anyone into the bus, but it wasn't good. I'll just say that. So, yeah, there is something definitely about meeting someone in person, like especially if you're working on a larger project. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think it be... depends on the project. Like a blog collaboration or a blog series, it's easier to do it with somebody you've never yeah. met before. They just need to do their end and your end, and it works out. Those type of smaller things are really easy. Um, Instagram takeovers, Instagram story takeovers, those are easy, uh, low intro, like low barrier to entry type of things that you can do that collaborate that creates a collaboration that could maybe lead to a possible larger thing your reputation or your podcast to record yeah that's on you ma'am it's not on me like i don't care um it's not a big deal so um also another thing to look at especially if it's going to be like a longer project is like what are your schedules like and is there any time where both of you are going to be free like both of us need to be free on tuesdays at 11 to record this podcast um, and we both have really crazy schedules that I, I think change kind of weekly. And then you also have, you know, like both of us have husbands and then you have a child. So it's like, we're taking those schedules into account as well. So it's like, this is like that time frame that we know, no matter what we're always going to have available. Uh, I've worked with other people on projects and I have found scheduling to be the biggest issue. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, let's take on this massive project. But it's like, but if you don't have the time then it's it's not going to work and that's fine but you have to be realistic with like your time schedules and what both of you are dealing with when it comes to time yeah so make sure that before you jump into something with someone that they have you know some some free time that is going to overlap with you and then you can like i'll say like that, that you can sit down and communicate in the way that works best for you so if you're if you want to be face to face or if you want to be on the phone make sure that you have like that time and if you're collaborating over a long period of time you need to be flexible and if you're a person that doesn't like to be flexible in your scheduling then you probably aren't a good person to collaborate with on a long-term project because there's always something that's going to come up like there's Tuesday together (laughs) meetups that happen every Tuesday or every like last Tuesday of the month that we never get to go to because we're recording um yeah so unless it was something amazing we'd be like okay we'll figure it out and we'll be flexible Flexible for the most part you know yeah yeah, like if one of us was like meeting with like a dream client, like, yeah, and that if you're client meeting... was like, I will only meet with you on right. Tuesday at eleven. But I'm if like, it's Bye. like, yeah, we'd be like, all right, then we'll just figure it out and like we'll do it. But yeah, I mean, you have to be, you have to have a little bit of like flex in your schedule. Um, also, ask yourself like if the timing is right for both of you because sometimes like your schedule isn't great at the moment. Right, but it can but open up in exactly. a couple of months. So it's like give yourself that time and be honest with the person and say, especially like if they're the person reaching out to you and they're like, "Oh, this project is amazing," and like right. you know whatever, say like let them know like you you like it, you want to be a part of it, but it's just like the timing isn't right. Can you guys start it in three months or whatever? The, and be realistic with them. Don't drag them along if you're not going to be ready in three months. But you know if you are, give them that time and then you know, go ahead and get started when you're going to have like the actual time to do it. Also ask yourself if they're going to be fun to work with, because if it, you know, if it's not going to be an enjoyable project, then I don't, I don't know why you do it. Just don't, just don't say no. Um, yeah. And I think we got, have you ever had a collaboration with somebody that wasn't fun? 
mm. like someone that ended up being like mean or anything like that no because i don't have a... you're like nah not <laughs> you know me too you know me <laughs> have you met me um i have very little tolerance for people who are, are me in general and usually when i'm collaborating with somebody i kind of check them out and see how they are anyway um so usually if i see them be mean or say something negative i'm kind of like, like i'm I, like i said i have a hard pass while so i will unfriend you and follow you or stop talking to you really quickly about dumb things um so if, if i see somebody that's kind of snappy or their blog post real snarky like in like i'm snarky but there's a level of snark that's like okay this yeah. is snarky and this is just being mean um so if you're a mean person i generally don't want to talk to you anyway i don't want to talk to somebody that's also like very um just like uh, i don't know if it's like being like a lot of nervous energy or just being like like over dramatic kind of t- type of people mm-hmm. like i can't do that either like not yeah. everything is the end of the world like if your I know what, yeah, blog I know post gets saying. deleted and you're crying in the bathroom i can't work with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah true, I, true facts. I i don't think i have yet just because i'm kind of the same way as you like as i'm going through my feed and you know just like that person who wrote that thing i will kind of just delete people because i'm just like okay i'm just not going to deal with that um so i feel like who who has been weeded out in my feeds is all great people yeah so and most of the time obviously people who are going to reach out to collaborate with you or if you're going to reach out to collaborate with them it's going to be somebody that's from those social media feeds um it's often where we're finding right. those people so makes sense um, all right, so the next big thing you need to do is brainstorm creative ideas to figure out what it is this project is going to be about. Now, obviously, these two can kind of like work. What, you can do one before the other. So maybe you come up with the right. idea first and then you ask the person or maybe you know you really want to work with a specific person and you go ahead and reach out to yeah. them. And it then doesn't you have brainstorm. to be in the order. In yeah, which, or you yeah. have like an idea, but it's not fully fleshed out. Right. And then, which is what, like, I just recently did and reached out to, like, two people that I want to collaborate with. And I was like, here's the main part of my idea. Like, let's flesh out, you know, the rest of it. Um, so, yeah. So, brainstorm it. And, you know, I think the number one thing is, like, asking yourself, is it going to help you grow creatively? Um, because for the most, like, that's that's what we're talking about is collaboration specifically for creative growth. Um, right. And I think that... I think that it's one of the best and easiest ways to grow because you're working with somebody else. And when, when you're around other people, they bring out different parts and different sides of you, you know? So I think that's one of the easiest and most fun ways to kind of like find out more about yourself and to just like challenge yourself creatively is to work with other people. Um, so ask yourself, is this project that I'm going to do, is this going to help me grow creatively? Am I going to be, you know, better at my craft or, or better at another, you know, um, craft? Um, and is it just going to help me be a better person, grow, that sort of thing? So that's, that's I think, where you start. Yeah. Um, also, is this a project that would be, like, easy to do with someone else? Like, because I think a lot of times, Some sometimes... you, you want to do alone. Yeah. <laughs> just keep it real. Like, you don't always need someone to help you uh, get along with some things. Some things are easy just to do by your yourself, which is there's nothing wrong with that. But just make sure... Number one, when you're asking someone or approaching someone or you guys are coming up with ideas, come up with an idea that's equally beneficial on both ends. So if you're, you know, you're more of a writer and you're, you're working with a designer and you're trying to do a project that's really design heavy, at this point you need to hire a designer, not collaborate um, mm-hmm. or some type of way, you know what I mean? If it doesn't, it's not mutually beneficial. So just make sure that this project, number one, can be done with two people and two that it's mutually beneficial that it makes sense for two people to be or two or more which whatever amount of people um to, to go in on this project yeah i mean i think I, I think about like the project that you did you know um with all like the quotes and the sayings yeah um like that's probably not something that you'd want to do with another person yeah uh, and then like you know i'm doing like the 52 faces project and it's like I have to have people involved because I need their faces. That's the point. <laughs> it's mutually beneficial because your face. Um, yeah, and yeah. It, yeah, exactly. And it's mutually beneficial because like I'm getting people that are posed like they're posing. Like it's not necessarily all people that are like from creative industries, but you know they're getting their image taken, and then I am using said image for this gallery that I'm working on. So it's you know it's a mutually beneficial thing. I'm working on a project coming up with a friend, uh, my friend Miguel here. And we're, like, in the very beginning stages of it. But, like, it's going to involve, like, cooking and stuff and, like, lots of vegan food. And it's mutually beneficial because he loves to cook. I love eating. (laughs) And also I need to eat a more vegan diet because of my fibroids. So, and he loves, like, teaching about cooking and stuff like that. So we're like, you know what, let's come up with, like, some fun creative stuff to do to make 
like vegan food more fun. Um, so yeah, so it's mutually beneficial for both of us. And it's definitely something that I couldn't do by myself. Um, You're like, I'm I would be t- like, for me, like if I'm going to eat clean, it's mostly me making soup, salad and smoothies because it's easy. And I just don't have the time or the patience to be honest. Like I'm here with myself during the day. I'm not trying to cook a whole situation. I'm like, I'm going to make a green smoothie, call it a day. <laughs> um, another thing to ask yourself is, could someone in the industry or elsewhere benefit from whatever it is that you're doing? Yeah. Um, so normally when you're putting something out into the world, like you want to help people, you want it to be something that people are going to like and people are going to need or, you know, it's just going to help make someone's day easier, someone's life right. easier. So, you know, ask yourself, is this something that my industry needs? Is this something that's going to benefit other people? Um, why, why exactly are we working on this particular project? Same way that you would go into a solo project or a solo entrepreneurship, uh, venture. You want to ask yourself those same questions at the beginning of a collaboration. There's definitely, um, last night at the WordPress meetup, we were meeting with the automatic CEO founder of WordPress, Matt Mullenweg, um, and his design lead, John Maeda was there. And so we were talking about, um, some of the upcoming change, changes that are coming into WordPress 5.0, and that's the biggest thing is Gutenberg, which is the editor that's rolling out. And um, yeah. so sitting and talking and, and figuring out more about that, and we're taking courses on how to develop and how to develop our own custom blocks and all this stuff. So uh, the biggest thing is that we're working to collaborate with some people on trying to figure out some things to to help benefit the industry because it's such a huge change, and WordPress hasn't yeah. had an editor change since he said in 13 years, so since 2005. Um, which I remember <laughs> very clearly when we switched over to the new editor. So um, being ahead of the curve and trying to figure out the industry needs something for this. And there's lots of people in different types of subsects of like just blogging or different types of things that use WordPress primarily that they I can I can just foresee that it's kind of I watched your Insta story and I felt like I was there. <laughs> it was kind of interesting. We have another meetup on Friday um, at Easton. So that's By the way, super loved the video that you were like, here's David meeting his hero. Oh my god. You guys, you guys. Like, sidebar. So John Maeda is an amazing designer. Um, If you could just Google him, M-A-E-D-A. He's Japanese. Um, Just just amazing design thinking and has, I mean, WordPress having him as the lead is kind of like a a godsend because he's so amazing and so strategical and and makes sense of things and not just like I'm designing for pretty things or whatever he's very yeah. strategical in the way that he approaches Which things um, results oriented and so like we didn't know that he was coming we knew Matt Malowick was coming and we, we've known that for a while it was kind of like under wraps and then it was kind of a last minute thing and this was our last meetup at the cold school space as well because that space is closing so it's kind of full circle because we that's one of the first places we, we went to Code School's opening when they opened so that was kind of like crazy to be like we've been at their opening and now they're closing this building and these cute little lamps that I want to ask them if they're uh, selling. Selling, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, how much are you selling all of this industrial SHIT? Because I want to buy all of this to put in my house uh, type of deal. But for for so when David found out John Maeda was going to be there, our friend, uh, other David, uh, told him that. And he like, like everybody was like, we were dying. He because he's so such a different up. human being. Like he became human, uh, which never happens. Yeah. And you, so, I was like, whoa, he is No, you like, our friend, like we were in the hallway because we could not get into the building yet. We were cracking up. Like we were dying because everybody knows, like everybody knows David. Everybody knows. That's why you call him Batman for a reason. He's just like stone faced, stone cold, no person. Uh, <laughs> like he's just Android. And so for him to be like, Bing, 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 yeah. bing, bing, bing. So I like saved it. I will it was great. send it to everybody. I'll be at Christmas so card. He was so you excited. Sh- you honestly like that's what. Well, I, and I it's not even like one of those things where like like he was like he was so genuine. Like yeah. you could just see on his face he was he so was genuinely happiest. happy. And I was like, this is awesome. I was like, this is the happy like the top three moments. Of he, it like, honestly was like meeting if he, if John Maeda meeting a, meeting my child and then like marry me <laughs> like i am yeah. third on this list like true story yeah, yeah. I, honestly like he looked like probably how i'd look if I like know the only other person that i feel like he was. would be excited about to me is like barack obama like that's like yeah. on top like that would be the only other person that would talk and i feel like he might die if he meets barack obama after meeting like the way he acted last yeah. night so um that was so awesome it was great so it. yeah but i'm just really excited about some of the the changes and i'm going to reach out to some people that i know who are wordpress shops or, or, or do development wordpress and we're going to sit down and figure out how we can uh, do something. So the thing is, just creating a, cause the industry is going to have a huge need, and now I need to get with some different people who use WordPress in ways that I don't always use it, and mm-hmm. not always from a developer asset, or maybe somebody who has a stronger designer background to sit down and talk with them. So that's kind of where we were going in 
that whole story in case you're wondering. <laughs> you're like, why are you telling the story? And I'm like, because of <laughs> Gutenberg. That's why. That's why. That's why. <laughs> so defining clear goals for the project is really important because you want to make sure that you, this isn't just you, right? This isn't right. just what you're deciding to do. So you want to make sure that everyone it has the same goals in mind um, and has the same end goal in mind. Yeah. Um, so I think like one of the big ones is do you want to make money? Because uh, sometimes the answer is no and sometimes it's yes and that that's a that's big. Yeah. Some people if you're going into this and one of you is thinking oh yeah this is going to be like another you know like source of income it's going to be another income stream and the other is like I really don't want to put in the effort to make money from this. That's two really different perspectives right. to be coming from i think this is where a lot of um projects go to die <laughs> a lot yes, of collaborations yes. mm-hmm. go to die in these conversations about what is the end goal and I almost i don't know if i'm weird when i pitch somebody a project and, and usually it's in person uh, or a collaboration effort i kind of come up i come to them with the angles first just so we don't get to this point because this is happens a lot is that we mm-hmm. get really excited and we, we kind of come up with some ideas and then we sit down and it's like what do we want to do with this do you want to make any money and, and this person's like yeah i want to make this much money or i want to just do it for the the gram or do it for whatever the, the yeah. case may be and then you end up like oh that's not what i that's, thought yeah. at all so sometimes i kind of early on and if i'm pitching somebody is to be like i think the expectation um and we were we're collaborating with somebody like who does workshops and the thing where when they send us the pitch they already have this whole thing set out and they tell you like the amount of money that they expect this thing to make so early on they let you know like we're expecting to make this much money and we expect for you to make this much money so you understand what the goal is Mm -hmm. that it's financially beneficial for both sides and, and versus it being a free thing and so that's something that we're not in a place where we're doing a ton of free workshops. Um, so, like, yeah, that makes sense. But if it was somebody that was, like, putting all this effort mm-hmm. and we're doing it for exposure, it's kind of like, okay, well, if you've already gotten me to the point where I got excited and then you put me on this, you're going to get paid an exposure gig, then I'm going to, like, eh, I don't have time. I have a kid. Yeah. I got bills. I got travel. Like, I got needs. I got foods. Um, so, it, yeah, you need to figure out where you are together at kind of before. Like, I would recommend doing it a little bit before you get this deep in but if you are this deep in just make sure you're crystal clear on what and you also yeah wants. you want you want to discuss if you want exposure and like not like oh so if you're like the, the three things it's like money exposure and like creative growth yeah. right but like you're not going to get all three of them from every project no. so a lot of people think like oh well if we're getting money we're automatically getting exposure no nope. no nope. <laughs> like a lot of times what do they say about it like when i can never think of this phrase it's like the people that move silently and they're making all the moves and stuff yeah. you know what i'm talking about yeah. yeah that thing so just because you're not hearing about it doesn't mean somebody's not making money right right so that's the thing it's like you need to make sure because somebody would be could be like i don't really care about the exposure i'm not sitting here trying to you know spend my time having people know about this i'm just trying to get straight to the money portion of it um and there's definitely you know depending on what the project is there's lots of ways to do that so if somebody is not interested in exposure that's something that you want to discuss with them and what kind of yeah i'm literally that was what i was gonna say i was like what is the type of exposure so many because there's some people that are like i just want to grow my instagram right so it's like i'm just trying to focus on getting pod situation yeah like those those are for instagram growth which i don't think there's anything wrong with that that's fine but also i'm not like it's it's a a very specific thing it's a very specific or it's like somebody that wants to grow their blog it's like that's very specific getting that traffic to their blog you know or someone that is trying to be more well known in a certain community like maybe they want to be a speaker and so they're going right. and do like they're like i want Doing exposure tour, on that specifically or you know yeah. so and sometimes those things overlap like i feel like when i go speak publicly obviously i'm known a little bit more for that like right. in that industry but then i also like my social media will grow a bit but it's not the same as if it would grow if i probably joined like an instagram pod or whatever yeah. you know so really discussing like where you want being this on a podcast is not going to get you a million instagram followers so if you if you're like when people pitch podcasts i think sometimes they think of the exposure as being like everybody's gonna follow me on twitter instagram i'm gonna put my links out and it's gonna be like all and and the nine times out of ten you have to understand that because podcasts are more of an audio format people are are in their cars Mm -hmm. they're driving something's happening like a lot of times people aren't in a place where they're actively trying to figure out this thing is and you have to have a really dope message 
Yeah, I would say, like, it takes a lot. <laughs> it takes a lot for somebody to, to go. Like, I'm following, obviously, like, the people on the podcast and following, right, like, but their the podcasts guests, and stuff. But it has the guests, to be a like, dope, like, yeah. you've brought something new to my life. Now I love you, and I'm, like, very similar. And that doesn't happen all the and time. I, and it's mostly just because I'm going to have to, like, because I normally listen to multiple episodes at a time of right. a podcast. And so I'm going to have to remember later on when I am not yeah. in the car or, like, at a point where I can, like, not you on know, a walk. Can you imagine you're on a it. walk and you're like, you know, like like right now training for this the half marathon walking, so to speak. So if I'm walking seven miles, yeah, like I'm not it's gonna like, take my it, phone out for my phone to die to go follow you on Instagram because I'm listening to this podcast. Like I'm gonna yeah, like you're you. focused on moving <laughs> forward. Right. So also, yeah. I don't want my phone to die because I don't know where I'm at. Like I don't want my phone to die at like mile five and I'm like oh, exactly. I don't know where I'm going or whatever the case may be. So yeah. So I mean. For real. Be, be realistic about that. But yeah, I think um, also about like touching on creative growth. Um, how do you want to grow yeah. creatively? It's also another thing. That That's you a big one because like, you know, depending on what you do, somebody might like, let's say that like you love writing, which I do. Um, and so if I'm doing a, like a project with somebody and they want me to write, but it's like not in a way that's like going to challenge me or make me grow. Or, like, let's say that you're always the one going in and doing the same thing. Like, maybe you're a designer, and every single time you're like, you know, I'm the, doing the design work for this over and over and over and over for every collaboration I do. I kind of want to do something different. I want right. to write, you know, or I want to, you know, do, like, just whatever else. Um, so just make sure that you're communicating that need with them because you might be going into it thinking, yeah, I'm going to handle the social media on this project. This is going to be fun. This is going to be, like, a great way to, like, practice that sort of thing. And they're thinking, like, oh, like, that's what I'm going to do. And then right. you're going to, like, get in there and bump heads. So you want to really – because that's the thing is, like, people just think about, like, the main part of it. Right. But if there's going to be multiple components, which most of the time there is, mm-hmm. uh, you want to think about all the little details as well. Agreed 100%. Um, so – my favorite thing, Most sign, important thing. sign contracts. Um, <laughs> yes. Make sure you have your agreement. Look, I'm from hashtag team documentation all the way. So um, if there is money involved, you like this is a no-brainer. To. Absolutely. I'm also going to go the extra step and say if there is no money involved, make sure you have a set of agreement that just outlines. It doesn't have to be super legal jargon. It's just like, I expect to do this, this, and this. I agree to do this, and this, and this hey, this is what we're agreeing to do. If one of us doesn't fulfill the other requirement, then the, the project's squashed and we just move on our life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I don't... And you need to talk about, like, if there's not money at the moment, but there could be money. The potential for Because that's the thing, is, like, a lot of people yeah. start out with a project with somebody, and it's just a fun project, and maybe maybe they're like, you know what, like, we don't, we're not trying to make money, but, like, ask them, okay, cool, but, like, if money started to come, like, would you want it? And then how would we handle that? Right. Like, would, how would we go about, like, making this a legal situation or whatever? Or, like, you know, think about those things. Um, sign a contract just for, like, intellectual property reasons. Um, you know? So right. you want to make sure that all of that stuff is organized and, and in writing. Because once the money starts rolling in, that's a really bad time to figure out who's going to get what and how you're going to get it. Actual true (laughs) like actual true stories yeah and i mean a contract also like a contract with a timeline i think is great if you're working on like a long-term project because it kind of like again goes back to that like outlining who's going to do what and when so there's not as much question behind it and i know it makes it feel kind of like formal but you know it makes your life easier and i kind of kind of hate this pushback about people being like now things aren't natural because we're getting too formal we're asking for consent before we have sex with people like i yes because it it makes everyone's life easier like how about that so we're not sitting on the internet fighting about stupid things and i think that's a lot of times with um what i'm seeing a lot on is between influencers and business owners is that they have a lot of non-legal binding agreement and then oh, when yeah. one person doesn't handle like hold up their end of the bargain then there's like facebook bashing and use this hashtag to to bash this person or blah 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 or don't buy their products and it's kind of like this could have all been avoided exactly mf and contract y'all like, and that's just use the, the thing is like i think that when a lot of these things first started out like you know it wasn't like, necessary 10, 10 years ago i wouldn't have known like yeah, you're going to do like also, a Also, it was harder to whatever, do contracts 10 stuff. years ago. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But like 10 years ago, like I wouldn't have like thought of it the way that I do now, yeah. whether it's like a collaborative like project or like 
doing something as an influencer. Like, I wouldn't think of it on the, as the... Because a lot of those things didn't exist. Like, you know, we didn't have as many influencers, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, it, it just wasn't a, a thing in the way that it is now. Um, so, yeah, that's why, like, we need contracts for it now because it is become... Like, all these things have become such a thing. And, you, you know, you watch people either A, get ripped off or B, like, end up spending a lot of time on a failed, you know, situation or see worse <laughs> ending friendships and things like that. Look. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's easier for everyone if you just align. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say in that contract, having this is who's going to do what and when, so that that schedule is clear and who's doing what is clear, all those things that you've already decided. And then, you know, again, with the money, like knowing where it's going to go, and even if it's not coming in or you don't know if it'll ever come in, know what how you would handle it um, if it did and how you'd handle it legally, like, is it going to go under, you know, someone's LLC? Are you going to be creating a new business yeah. you know, for it? How much money would you need to make to create said business? Map out all of those things before you really kind of get into it. You need to have a good legal plan for both of you. And honestly, like it's, it doesn't take as long as people think. And I think that that's one of the reasons that people shy away from a lot of this stuff is they think it's going to take a really long time. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't really take as long as you think. And honestly, with all of the different ways to do contracts nowadays, uh, it's not really It that is hard. so <laughs> simple. It's so simple. It, I think a lot of times people are like, oh, it's so ridiculous. Like, I you know there's an app that's out that um, allows you to send requests for consent with sex with somebody. And so then it has like like things in it like you can use you know harsh words or you can choke me or bdsm or whatever like yeah. it has all these these options and so people are like oh this is the world we live in but to me i, I understand there are reasons why that can go wrong because mm-hmm. somebody could be like no i don't want to do this anymore or whatever but i think this is a step towards the right direction i don't mind that because i think it just yeah. allows for less confusion and then we would all end up in these situations where the internet's fighting over hashtags and figuring out what they're doing so um I am okay. I like things being clear and or, like or organized. Yeah, like, exactly. I like it Just put it, like, put it all together. Yeah, organized. Being 100% Thanks. sure about things. I like it. Um, so if we have forgotten anything, if you have anything to add um, on collaborative coll- collaborations, why well, I can't speak today, for creative growth, um, and you have any tips or tricks, send those to us. You can email us, text us, tweet us, all those. Well, you can't text us. Well, some of you can, but a lot of you can't. I don't know why I said that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't text us. Don't. <laughs> you will be a mess and upset if yeah. you text me because I Tweet will. Tweet us. Email. Not us. respond. <laughs> yeah. You won't. <laughs> All right. So we have two questions today. What book are you most looking forward to reading this year? Um, I am, there's, I don't, I don't think I have one particular book because I went through, somebody posted a list of books that are coming out in 2018 by these, uh, authors of color, female authors of color. And I added them all to my Goodreads and there is something that is coming out every month. And so I'm really excited for like all of them. I don't think I have one particular book that I, and also I'm not a huge, like I don't follow a ton of book release. I think Kristen Hanna has a new book that's coming out this month, if I'm not mistaken. And I, I usually like her books um i've been reading her books for a while her last book the nightingale i think most people did read just because it was kind of on the bestsellers list and i think that's the biggest book that she's done um so i'm kind of into reading that one um just because i I know her work but i don't any book i like books just give me all the books books. i've just recently added like i don't know 40 books or something to like like my my goodreads reminds me of like my old netflix account back when you used to put everything on your yeah 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 totally oh my word that's how my and so like i kind of want to go back through and maybe trim some stuff off of it because i'm like i don't know i like the idea of everything being like i tried to like put everything in order of like how i actually want to read it but i just got too tired and i was just like this is too much um, I am really excited because Francesca Ramsey has a book coming out this year. I did see that. That is going to be really exciting. I'm so excited for her. I'm really happy for her. So I will be pre-ordering that and reading that for sure. Um, but I've always thought she was a great writer, so that should be fun. Um, and then I am really excited to read um, pretty much any book that is like a memoir by a black woman because that's a lot of what I've been reading lately. Them. So anyone that I haven't read yet, I'm excited about. Um, so yeah, just pretty much 
everything. Like, I, I, I'm excited about all the books, really. True. Um, and I, I'm kind of like you. Like, I don't always necessarily follow, like, what just released. Yeah. I'm trying to get a little bit better about that. Um, but, you know, I just feel like there's just, there's so much. So I just, it's all the things. And it's, you know, like, sometimes I, I want to read something that's just released because it's from someone I, like, really love. But a lot of times I'm like, let me give it, like, a week or two to see how people react to it just because like yeah. I really don't like I'm the type of person that has to finish a book mm-hmm. right and so I've read some books that are horrible because I just I can't like once I picked up a book I have to like see it through um, so I try to be cautious with what I pick up most of the time I love every book I read mm-hmm. but that's because I you know get recommendations from smart places from places where I'm like okay exactly. I know that this person you know or this you know whatever like this is gonna be for me um, so I'm normally pretty good about picking them out but there's been a few times like one time I went to the Oxford Exchange and there was a beautiful I mean it was beautiful like the design the cover was like stunning I should show it to you because I know it's on the shelf over here somewhere and so I picked it out and I was like this is beautiful and I often will do that like I'll judge a book by its cover and just pick up a beautiful book I read the back and I was like this seems interesting I'm gonna do it worst book I've ever read and it's funny because like I checked out the reviews it's called Wreck and Order and I checked out the reviews on um on Goodreads and so many people felt the same way I did so I was like okay I'm glad it's not just me but like I read the whole thing it took me like I had to like I was reading other books and I go back to it over time it took me like months to finish it but it was just horrific so I just I tried to avoid that whole situation again true yeah true (laughs) all right so question number two what is your favorite thing about 2018 so far (laughs) 16 days in I don't I don't know (laughs) I'm like it's to me I don't I'm, I'm not a huge new year new me type person um, and when you have a kid and you have a business, days don't mean anything. Like, this stuff just blends together. It's like a blur. And then I'm like, oh, snap, it's Friday or whatever. Because um, you just keep such a non-traditional uh, schedule like I just do. I mean, I don't really work on weekends, but that's neither here or there because I'm busy on the weekend. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, or sometimes I'm volunteering. And so it's just like, I, I'm busy all the time. Okay, so, so in the last 16 days, <laughs> what has been your favorite thing? I don't. Everything has been the same. I can't even tell you what I did like two days ago. Like you're asking me what I did. Like girl, I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, I mean, like I remember last night. I guess yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. That's your favorite. Watching David being ridiculous. Um, but that's just because that's the only thing that I can think about because I don't remember anything that's happened. I mean, it's been. I don't y'all when you have when you have children <laughs> and you're you are packed to the max with with stuff you just like the day i mean living single coming out on hulu actually is probably might be like not a bad thing at all top five because that's been my life for the past couple days i'm like that's that's been amazing so well i will say obviously mine is my birthday because that's easy but yeah like before my birthday all those days did kind of like run together but i will say this about living single my Hulu just never works for me. And I don't understand, Why like, what the situation mm-hmm. is between me and Hulu because Netflix works fine and On Demand works fine and everything else works fine, except Hulu is always trying my life and it never wants to work properly. So we went in the first day and it was, like, didn't bring up anything. Like, it would show us, like, it and then let us get to episodes right. and then there'd be no episodes. And then the second day we went in and it only showed us the fourth and fifth season. <laughs> So I'm like borderline, like we always say we're going to like, we're always talking about canceling Hulu. Like John and I just like, oh, we we hate Hulu. We're going to cancel it. But then we just don't because it's like, number one, I don't even know if we know how to anymore. Like who knows what that email address is because it's been so long. Um, But yeah, I just, I don't, I'm really upset about it. And I don't know, like, do I, I'm like, do I need a new TV? I'll get a new TV to watch Living Single. I will. Like, I don't know what the, the issue is in the setup. But I'm like, I need a pro Hulu to come out did here. have a major um, platform upgrade last year. So maybe whatever you're using to use it may not be Maybe not, yeah. I think like we problems. might need they to get a, a new... They had a giant platform Yeah, I think we might year. need to get like a new uh, Blu-ray DVD player because ours, I think, is maybe not Probably. supporting they did, they, the they did a giant platform upgrade. Because um, I was like, I don't hear anybody else saying that Hulu no, doesn't work for it them. Doesn't. So I'm just it works like, I don't, fine for me. I don't understand. It works better than Netflix for me most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> is... and our Netflix works like perfectly, but our Hulu will like, when we're watching something, it'll pause or like, you know, it'll like randomly like restart. Like, like, like we're watching like hand, um, Handmaid in Salem, like 
it'll stop in the middle of an episode and then just take it all the way. Like we'll have to go all the way back to the beginning. And we're like, um, who, who invited Mm-mm. you to this? Mm-mm. So it would, if it was just because before living single was announced, I was just like, you know, what? I'll cancel it. I'll watch Handmaiden's Tale at my friend's house and call it a day. But I'm not going to go to my friend's house and watch every episode of living single because I feel like that would be, my child actually <laughs> thinks that it's probably the 90s because of all the black right? I'm TV sure. I watch from I'm Hulu. Sure. <laughs> and like she probably, I mean like we're watching She's like. She's going to think that like she's growing up with these shows she the way probably, we grew up yeah, with these she, shows. She does because we watch Family Matters. Like I'm watching Living Single. She probably thinks it's just the black 90s all over again. And she's not wrong. That's so great. <laughs> she's it's, not wrong. Let's let's just create, recreate it completely. Blackish and just is there. Grownish is Loving there. Grown-ish. It's all black. Loving okay. Grownish. So I like the first two episodes of Grownish. Last week's episode of Grownish. I don't know if I saw the latest Dubs episode. TF. <laughs> just because there's a crazy jump. Like it, you and you watch it. If you okay. Haven't watched yeah, it yet. I just watched the first two. I think. Yeah, if you watch it, you you'll know what I'm talking about. And I talked to like eight other people just to make sure I wasn't crazy. Because like, am I crazy or did this jump like like hyperspeed out of con- because the first two episodes were kind of in tandem, like they were. Like something happened, and then it, the second episode happened, and it was kind of a. It wasn't a complete continuation, but in a sitcommy way, it was still like her still first couple of weeks of college or whatever. Um, and this new oh, one. Oh wait, was the third one where she's all me and a player and whatnot? Um, I don't know. I, I just know it starts with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, just, yeah. But it's just like the jump from he like didn't even know she was alive to being like, yeah. I'm like making out with this guy. Everybody's fighting about what hooking up means, which I thought was a cool point and that was cute. But it was a very, yeah, like, it was like like a, I don't know, like at least four weeks or yeah. something. Like it was, yeah. I was like, Time oh, wise. Okay. If we're gonna Timing do that on TV show, shows now is always makes, very confusing. Makes no yeah. sense, y'all. But that's also why I don't watch TV shows mostly for children. <laughs> Or, like, college age, like that. Because I do that a lot in those shows. I heard that was, like, a lot of my friends who watch shows like that, that it's in that free-form age mm-hmm. gap. That's the the thing. And I'm like, I grew up where shows were kind of, like, back-to-back, like... Yeah, they, one day, yeah. the next day. Yeah. Or, or if, if something happens, weekly. you just never talked about it ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in, in sitcoms, as, as watching Family Matters and Living Single, like, it was just a one-off thing. Or Martin, yep. or all those shows. It's like, it, it, it wasn't any continuity. So for them to start off the first two episodes having a little bit of continuity, and then the next one's like just kidding, no, we're like, not gonna no, do that. We're not I was like, do oh, that. that's weird. Just kidding. But also, I'm an adult and I don't watch kid TV shows, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't care if it's not for our age group. I'm gonna watch it because I'm, I'm gonna keep it watching support. it because exactly. I love yeah. Yara Shahadi. Yeah. I love everything she's doing on the internet. She's Gotta really support. amazing. Um, the um, whole crew is amazing. The whole cast of that great. show is yeah. amazing. Um, Chloe and Hallie. Um, so. I'll By the way, it. go see Taraji in Prod Mary and Maybe also buy, buy your, your tickets Panthers for Black tickets. Panther. We try and um, tell you. A lot of the theaters are doing like a special Thursday thing at 6 p.m. if you're not like a midnight person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go see it all the time. So if you live in Orlando and want to see it with me, I'm going to go all, like, all, like all the time. Like, like every, every, every evening I have free, I'm going to just go see it again and again. <laughs> um, so you guys think I'm joking, but watch i'm like my goal is to just see it like at all the theaters in orlando basically and just keep seeing it again and again and again so (laughs) it's gonna be great i'm excited all right you guys have a great week and we will see you next week with our next guest or our first guest for the new year Bye. bye bye